Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Northern Makers podcast. I'm Steve from Steve Bell Creates, and I'm joined by the very handsome Andy from Potato Woodworks and the fabulous Pierre, who is the Swedish maker. So, on with the show. Well, welcome to episode 35, a very, very special episode this week. Can I just start by saying, Skadoveta Selma Pa Fetistagen? I, I, I am, for sure. <laughs> I will too, yeah, of course. We we'll live. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We live 200 meters from a bakery. So All right. it's very dangerous. And it will one day it'll get me fat. But <laughs> maybe tomorrow that is because uh, this, uh, what's it called, Andy? Semla. You, Semla. Yes, do you have do you have an English word for it, is, or does think, it just? I don't think there is. An it's English just like word. a cream a cream bun, cream bun with um, yeah. um, cream and almond paste. Almond, almond paste. paste. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. ever had that, Steve? No, no, uh, it doesn't exist in the UK. No, but I mean, so, when you visited your brother-in-law, and... um, I didn't come at Easter time. I don't think I've never been there at Easter. Mm. Oh. Do you like it, Andy? Oh yeah, I love it. Huh? I love it. It's so good. We did like some years ago, we did like a test where we, we went to a lot of different bakeries and we, yeah, we got a lot of them to figure out which one is the best. That, that was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I must explain to our English listeners or non-Swedish listeners that I asked you, will you be having this Selma cake tomorrow? Cause it's fat Tuesday tomorrow, isn't it? Mm. Uh, in the UK, that's Shrove Tuesday, pancake Tuesday. So we have pancakes. So you have that tomorrow as well. That's the same tomorrow, day. Tomorrow, Pancake Tuesday. Yeah, we have mm-hmm. pancakes, which is the thing in the UK. So we, we are... make piles of pancakes with either lemon and sugar on or jam or whatever you want on. Yeah. Lemon. And as did a kid, you, you used to go to school and say, how many pancakes did you have yesterday? I had 14. And some spot you could go, I had 15. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre, we, we have a pancake day as well, right? No, I thought so. What? No, no, waffle, waffle, waffle day, yeah, waffle, waffle day, day. yeah. <laughs> because that's yeah. weird. Right? When I came to Sweden, there is a day for everything. For like food-wise, there's like a yeah, there's a waffle day, there's a, like the semla day, there's like a, there's a sweet. It just day sounded like we were married, Andy, when you said said it like that. We have a pancake day, do don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> remember. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, but it's a good day tomorrow, food-wise or dessert-wise. Yes. Yeah. But uh. yeah, right. It was like back in the days, it was only served. Was it like the time was very limited because now it starts already in the beginning of the year till a bit later, and bef- before it was only like a very very short assembly period. It is supposed to be 40, 47 days before Easter. So only you ate it only well, it's, on one it's day 40, initially. Forty, di- 40 days, Pierre. 40 days. To, tomorrow's 40 days till Easter Sunday, yeah. All right. So that's yeah. maybe it then. Yeah. Because <laughs> after, your, after your pancakes, you're supposed to, or your selma, you're supposed to fast for 40 days till Easter Sunday. Then you gorge yourself on as many Easter eggs as you can get hold of. And you have a big dinner. Doesn't All right. work for me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, as never mind. Yeah, as you oh. said, Steve, before, today's... Uh, uh, a special episode for us, yeah. Uh, and I think you, Steve, you 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 prepared something very very good to uh, to kick this episode off, right? So okay, yeah, well, yeah. I've got a little something. 
Okay then. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, have we got a special treat for you. Back in the day, he used to stomp around, banging and clanging. He's been the back end of a very special horse. He used to tread the boards, but now he plains, sands and cuts those very boards, making some of the most amazing furniture and homewares known to man. He's now the star of his very own show, with no one monkeying about tonight. Please welcome Sam from Monkey Boys Workshop. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Oh, that was great, Steve. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. <laughs> hey, Brilliant. Right. Nice to have you here. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for asking me, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we all follow you and I guess a lot of our listeners as well. So uh, we thought it's it's uh, time to get you uh, on, on the show as well uh, and, and have a chat with you. Well, I'm... Um... I hope it don't disappoint. I <laughs> 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 no, you'll be good. You'll be good. So yeah. maybe maybe I have a question because uh what's what's up with the the, the horse and the, the stomp and the and the, the rear end of the horse? What's 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 up with that? <laughs> well that's that's what I used to do. It's like I I trained in musical theater. Mm. Well, like I I was doing it from when I was like seven. I did my first professional <laughs> professional <laughs> job when I was seven years old. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I was yeah, I was in Oliver back in um, in London in the London Palladium, um, oh. and I was yeah I was I was trying I was ballet dancing when I was from the age of like two and a half three, <laughs> and then yeah I did it went to college I went to a theatre school in London went to college from like the age of sixteen to nineteen and then was in musicals and shows and all that kind of stuff up until up until 2018 and I stopped I was like no no more I'm done I'm bored of it now been doing it I've been doing it by that point for about 25 years and so I was like I'm done um and alongside that I was doing furniture making cool yeah yeah and since, two, <laughs> <laughs> and since 2018 you're doing full-time furniture making is that, is um, that actually not quite i was 2018 i sold my house in london decided to move and buy a house in cornwall mm. uh, where my uh my parents live but as i was buying the house katie and i my now wife met so that was difficult and she lives in london uh, mm. at the time so we were back and forth and then i was i bought the house to renovate as just a as a something to do because i wanted to wanted a bit more of a challenge after renovating the house in london so i was kind of back and forth from like cornwall to london for a good year and a half and then i moved in with katie's flat sold the cornwall house didn't have anywhere to build anything um so i was doing jobs here and there like working on crew at backstage theatres and in in London, and then uh, when we bought this house, that's when I was like, right, I'm gonna start back up again. <laughs> so it was like 2020. So it was like I kind of had a back a two year gap of not really doing that much of any any building. To be fair, mm. Mm. that's it, really. Yeah, Inter- interesting career path. It's a weird one, but it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. That's how it goes. When uh, did you get into woodworking? Is that something that you've done for uh, your entire life? Or yeah, so I, I mean, I always did like DIY, like with my dad and stuff, the usual kind of stuff you do around the house that everyone else does, and then, um, and then I bought my own house in two thousand eight. What was that? Fourteen years ago now. 
yeah. in London. Um, and then I started, I didn't have any money left after buying the house. Um, especially a bloody London house. Um, <laughs> I didn't have any money left. So I was like, right, I'm going to, and I had a few tools here and there. Um, and I just started making my own stuff. I was like, right, I'm too tight to get anyone else to do it. So I started making my own stuff. And it was I started off like usual like house renovation, bits and bobs. Um, and then I wanted to start building built-in cabinets and wardrobes and stuff. And, and then it went on to tables, coffee tables and, it just grew, yeah. grew and grew, grew. My first workshop was in the basement of that same house and it had like one light bulb, one <laughs> plug socket. It was dingy as hell. And I'm, I'm not a tall guy. I'm only about five foot eight and the ceiling was about an inch above my head. It was <laughs> tiny. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but it worked. Did the job. <laughs> Got me started. Cool. I know that it's feeling like, of the it's ceiling. Like you're under, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got a low ceiling, haven't you? You're in a basement, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> yes, unfortunately. I'm quite tall and the basement isn't the largest either. So oh, it'll be perfect for me then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what was going back to your entertainment days, what was the what was the best show you worked on then? Oh god, I'm I sure they were all good, but have you got a favorite? <sighs> That's a really, really hard one. Um I've been lucky enough to do a lot of great shows um, and they all have great memories, but the one that does stick in my mind is the war horse. Yeah. Um, being the back end of a horse for three years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was honestly, it was just insane. The, uh, it's so, it's so hard to describe to someone who doesn't, who's never done it. And to, yeah. to, to kind of like, you have that connection with uh, two other people. One of them is uh, my best mate, mm. who was the head of the horse. Um, and we're literally physically connected. We were, we did it for two years together. They left after two years and I stayed on for the final third year. And um, yeah, and we were physically connected for that amount of time. I got so yeah. used to seeing um, the guy in front of me, Andrew, I know exactly what his bum looked like because that's all I could see <laughs> uh, for two years. Um, yeah, and no, you having to know what leg he's going to go with without seeing what his le what legs he's going to yeah. be using, and yeah, uh, it's 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 like I said, it's so hard to describe to anyone that's just yeah. not done it to have, especially yeah. the, and all the puppetry skills that kind of came with it as well. Yeah, because um, I'd only like vaguely touched the surface of puppetry before. Um, before they even gave me the job, weirdly. Um, yeah. <laughs> that one always sticks in my mind. There's that one, Lord of the Rings, which I did back in 2006 to seven or whatever it was. And then Stomp was another fun one yeah. as well. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what part were you in Lord of the Rings? Oh, see, I was what's called a swing in musical theatre. And that you basically, you've got the lead role people. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Then you've got the ensemble members or the yeah. chorus, as sometimes they're called, and then um, and then you've got swings, and the swings basically cover everyone in the ensemble. Okay, just in case the ensemble people go and cover the leads or or they're off yeah. sick or on holiday yeah. or you know all kind yeah. of thing. And Lord of the Rings, there was it was very acrobatic. I come from an acrobatic background as well. Like I did a lot of like yeah stunt stuff, bungee flying, flipping everywhere. Um, stilt walking, power skipping, load of all that kind of 
crazy, stupid shit. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so it was a swing. I covered everyone. I did all those roles. Um, right. Yeah, so the, it, it started out, I was supposed to be, yeah, so we were like, I was an Ent, a tree, an Orc, a Hobbit, uh, an Elf, when we did all the bungee flying stuff. Yeah. It was a good show. I, was, yeah. I, got, I got it straight out of college. I was the yeah. youngest in um, the youngest <laughs> in in the cast by long shot. I think. Yeah, yeah. great stuff. Cool. Was, <laughs> I think Pierre could have been in that. Looking at him through this uh, camera, he could have been a. Yeah, he I think he would have been a. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tree beard. Yeah. <laughs> but we're very different from woodworking. The whole like acrobatics. How how do you miss that now, or how do you? Um, there's a part of me missed it. You know, it's funny. I was actually, um, I was in the workshop today, <laughs> uh, and I was waiting for some, uh, finish to, uh, to dry before I shifted over. I think well, I was using Rubio and I was waiting for it to set for buffing it off. And I just started stomping around because that's what I do when I'm, I'm, I'm bored. I'm just waiting. I'll just mm. start tapping and stomping. Yeah. And, uh, Katie could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the living room. She was like, "What the hell is that noise?" Um, and I said to her, "That part of me misses it." Um, but it was time. It was it was time to move on. I was yeah. I, I I just found myself being on stage, thinking about being in the workshop, mm. and I I felt as though that that's unfair um, because there were so many other people that want to do my job at the time of whatever you know in being in shows and kind of stuff or doing the role i was doing so i was like it's unfair for me to be here when i'm when my mind's not fully in it Mm -hmm. um so yeah yeah part of me because i've did it for so long so but i wanted to move on i wanted to be in the workshop and build furniture and because that's where my head was at but it seems you've brought that part of your your um uh of your previous job into the workshop as well because you sing and dance and I guess so. I mean, I'm, I'm quite, um, as you can tell, I'm quite a uh, an energetic person anyway. Um, <laughs> I've usually always got a smile on my face and I, I do slightly see, like, especially doing stories on Instagram, is it was a slight performance, but it is just me at the end of the day. It's just me being me. Yeah. But I'm, I find, obviously I find it easier. Mm. I know a lot of people struggle. If they they always message me going, "Oh, I, I just don't know how to get the confidence and doing stories." And yeah, like, it's still a stage, chat. right? <laughs> yeah, so just, you just chatting. That's how that's how I see it anyway. You just chatting, chatting mm. to your mate yeah. who's a phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt very weird. I mean, I still feel weird now. Uh, maybe not so much anymore to talk to the camera. It felt felt strange in the beginning to do that. Yeah, I guess you get used to it after a while, didn't you? The more you do it, you get used to it. Yeah, it's like most yeah. things in life. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Or, exactly or you think, that. sod this, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't feel right, why do it? <laughs> why do, yeah. I've, I've brought my camera to a couple of stores at times, just thinking I'm, I'm so used to it now, I should be able to do it in public. But whenever I take my camera out, I'm just like, nah, nah. I'm not oh, yeah, you do like the, the vlog style um, stuff. Yeah. Like, which I love that kind of stuff. And it is, you need to be brave to take it out. Yeah, and just film yourself, and especially on, especially with a big camera as well. Yeah, um, like a big DSLR. You know, guts to do that. Yeah, and and you see people online doing it, and it seems like they're not bothered at all by the people walking by them. And at the end of the day, I mean, if people are bothered, they're not going to say anything to you. No, 
they'll just say it to themselves, go, that's weird, and then move on. <laughs> <laughs> and move on. So it's like, it's like trying not to overthink it, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, yeah, mm, it's true. And just do it. Because <laughs> I have said to you before, you are the king of Instagram stories, aren't you? You have said this to me before, and I still yeah. find it <laughs> bloody weird. <laughs> no, I do like your stories. Because I, I did them sort of uh, almost every day for a while, but I was thinking people must be getting bored of this by now. You but do think yours. that, and I think that, and, I, and then people don't. <laughs> people are interested in what, in what you're doing, I guess, and yeah. just want to know yeah. how you're doing it. And I, can, I think there's, there's also that relation. They get to know you as a person and get to know yes. your personality. And I think they can relate to it on some level um, and that they can kind of put a face to a brand, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, and people enjoy that, you know? Yeah. Mm. So I don't think people will get bored of it unless you are really, really boring. <laughs> and talk like super sorry slow. about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah we are not, we are not as entertaining as you are definitely no 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 it's 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 the, i think everyone has different forms of entertainment do you know what i mean and it, i think you you enjoy it no matter what as long as long as as long as the person that's sharing has has the, shows that passion in their own yes. way it still comes yeah. across no matter how you're yeah. doing it you know people will yeah. still love it yeah, i'm sure cool. there's some people that find me really annoying because I can, you know, like I said, I'm quite an energetic person. I waffle a lot. Yeah. Um, do, do you ever get Do you ever get any sort of bad comments and saying, "Please stop messing about"? You know what I did about a Can year ago. Yeah, yeah. I, a year ago I did. Um, from there was two people I think messaged me going, "What are you doing? This is all like, this is all fake. This is such a show." And I was like, "Well, actually, it's not. It's just me." <laughs> and I don't care. Like again, it's just one of those things. Like if you don't like it, don't watch it. Simply don't like. watch it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, good idea. <laughs> very black and white, very symbol. <laughs> yeah, you don't force them to watch it, are you? Mm. Exactly. No, not yeah. at all. No. <laughs> and uh, Instagram then, so how did your Instagram life start then? Well, I I actually started my Instagram. I opened the channel. But, well, not the channel, it's not YouTube, is it? It's um, an account, let's say. In yeah. 2016, but I didn't go full in fully into it until 2020 October. Um, purely because at the time I was doing I was doing stomp at the times so I wasn't really in the workshop that much. I was doing bits and bobs. I was kind of back and forth. I wasn't putting that much effort into it, and um, and then yeah, then I just I thought well, once the workshops, the new workshop set up, I want to go full hog into it and. Hilariously, I actually used to dislike social media. Um, <laughs> I really did. I was like, this is this is just silly, especially when Facebook came out. Um, but then, yeah, I, 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 I really got involved with the maker community and just really started to like it and then just love to share and what I'm doing and love to learn from people who are watching and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was like October 2020, which was about a year and... Four or five months ago. Four or five months. I yeah. went. Yeah. yeah, I went fully into it. Um, yeah. Cool. So you've very successful. Meteoric rise. Yeah. Yeah, it's it has been nuts. To be fair, has <laughs> <laughs> has been a little nuts. Um, and again, I, I I get asked how 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 it's gone up so quickly, and I guess it's just um, consistency. Yeah. As, mm. It's the only thing I can always say. It's like consistency. Mm. Um, 
I always think, you know, also as well on your grid, like I think people like to see aesthetically looking nice grids and yeah. You know. that's so hard and i think you are so good at that because like every like every post looks the same for you and uh i i do so many different things and like different angles and different parts yeah. and like they're they put them in the different ways in the in, in the house somewhere so it's it's very hard to get like a very consistent feed by it is really it yeah. is really difficult um obviously i shoot everything with like my french cleat back as a backdrop mm-hmm. type thing um, I'd love to film other like other parts, but that's where my work sh- like my workbench sits, and I can't put anything else anywhere else. Like I can't mm. put a finished piece anywhere else because mm. it doesn't fit in my small workshop. Um, so yeah, it's just where it is at the minute. If obviously if I move or if you know, if I want to, I want to build a new mitosaur station, even though I now no longer have a mitosaur itself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a new workbench station, as it were, um, and maybe I'll be able to you know take some shots of stuff on there hopefully mm-hmm. um but yeah it is difficult it is but i think it's just like editing photos to make it look at all like somewhat similar yeah you know yeah i suppose Which... my 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 problem is that if i'm in the workshop and i'm doing something i take a photo i think i'll post that now where i should really wait and edit it a little bit and but i just go straight for it you see but that's okay if you want to do that that's fine like some people like a raw mm. like a just literally raw image you know yeah um yeah. but yeah i get katie to edit mine yeah. <laughs> 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 i literally do like, hey, do, you, do you want to edit this she's like oh, God, really <laughs> okay i'll bear that in yeah. mind uh, yeah <laughs> all our wives have soon another job yeah <laughs> she's really good at it though she understands it again as you guys know i'm not very tech savvy at all and she's got um lightroom is it called yeah lightroom. Yes. she's got it on her phone and she does it for she does all our marketing for like fox and monkey and she does mm-hmm. all the photography for that she's really good at photography anyway um so yeah, so when I first started doing the social media stuff, she was like, okay, I'll edit it. And I was like, cool. I was like, oh, that looks nice. And then she kept that um, uh, filter, as it were. Mm-hmm. And then, so then now she's stuck with editing all my photos. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's her own fault, really. <laughs> but you, are you both doing the, the Fox and Monkey business full-time together? Yeah, we both yeah. do it full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, she yeah obviously I'm I'm more in the workshop than Katie is she does come in the workshop she builds a lot of the smaller stuff um, if, especially if I'm doing some of the bigger stuff um, so like yeah some boards she'll make and all like coasters and stuff like that she'll she'll do all them um, and it's been great like she didn't know how to do any of this uh, before we moved here to this house because mm-hmm. she she'd just never done it she was always interested in it but to a degree um but yeah, the she but Katie does all the all the marketing for Fox and Monkey, all the photography, all the boring admin emails. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, she's really good with her. She's a writer. She's actually writing a novel at the minute. Um, so her write her for writing is just she she absolutely loves it. So that's how we kind of collab collaborate on it. Mm. She comes up with like designs and stuff. So. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard work, really. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. It is hard work running your own business, isn't it? It is really difficult, and I'm glad like we are doing it together. It's easier when when there's two of you, 
But mm. yeah, doing it even just as one, it's difficult. I mean, yeah. even as two, it's difficult. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's a lot of people go, yeah, you know, you can make all the stuff in the world, but if you haven't got, if you haven't got the it photographed right or marketed in the right way, then no one's yeah. going to buy it. It's as simple as that. Like, you yeah. know, you've got to yeah. get the advertising right. And mm. Katie, I think, is just amazing at it. Um, yeah. So are you yeah. are you always like building something and selling it then, or are you also doing like commissioned work where someone pays you to do something? No, we build everything to order. So mm. um, sometimes I like smaller stuff. So so like uh, recently we we had a commission. So people were saying, "Oh, we want some of your um, oh, what do we call them? Charcuterie boards." Yeah. Um, and someone said, oh, have you got any in stock? And we said, we actually don't in the minute, but if you want to pre-order them, then we can. So we bought a board, a whole big slab of, our, of some pippy oak. And uh, we thought, well, we, were one, we might as well make four, five, however many we can out of that slab and then put them on our stories, even though we know we'd already sold two because I had a pre-order. And then we sold the rest of them like that. Um, they went within about... 20 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, <laughs> um, which is great. But then the rest of it, all the bigger stuff, it's usually always orders. Um, mm. Yeah, very lucky um, to be in that way. Yeah. And you, you picked a strange time to launch your business. Oh, um, the stupidest time in the world, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because 20, 2021 was a, a, you know, a momentous year for you. You started your own business, COVID's yeah. all about, and then, then you get married. Got, got married at the same time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very very busy year for us last year yeah. <laughs> i'll say yeah. the least yeah it was it was a bit manic i'm not gonna lie yeah. mm. and again all down to katie she organized a lot of the stuff we were we were diving deep into fox and monkey um we had like the website set up we had all our branding done by um an agency um and which I think is key for a business. I think if you want to do that way, I think having, getting a branding agency to get all your, your look, your ethos, like on point is really handy. Um, and then designing everything, getting all the photographs done. Yeah. And then Katie was also planning the wedding at the same time. Because I did, yeah. <laughs> I did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was terrible at that. I, I, I wish I was better at it, but I thought that I didn't care about the wedding. I just had no, she had a vision for yes. it yeah. and I could not tap into that vision whatsoever. So I, I, <laughs> but I, that's I good. Then better don't disturb. And just... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. And it, it was amazing. It was a great day. She did a cracking job. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed myself that day. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> and you're transitioning into YouTube. I am, yeah. I've, I've actually wanted to do YouTube for about four or five years now. Um, and yeah, finally, dipping my toe. Dipping my okay. toe in. And um, you're very successfully applying Steve's uh, technique of uh, starting uh, YouTube, just like talking about it and waiting till you get like a lot of subscribers, but not, not <laughs> uploading a video. Yeah. Well, I thought, yeah, I was, well if, you, if you want to see it, get ahead of it, then go for it. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping to get some videos up this weekend, but I, I just did not get around. We had a busy week last week. Um, so yeah, hopefully this weekend coming. Um, okay. I can, I, can get, I can get them up. I'm going to put three up. 
Oh, okay. wow. Ooh. Yeah, I'm putting three videos up. Um, yeah. Hopefully. It takes a long time to upload them. That's all I'll say to you. Does it? Okay. Don't expect to like up, press the upload button and 10 minutes later it's on YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to put them up as private. I think that's what yes. I told me. Put them up at private and then yeah. maybe watch yeah. them through, make sure everything's good. And then, yeah. Again, yeah. yeah. I've got lots, a lot to learn. A lot to learn. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> got two experts here, mind you. I know. I might be messaging you on Friday going, ah, how do you do this? I don't know what to do. <laughs> And obviously making a video, a YouTube video in your workshop, it, it slows you down a lot. So have you, have you got the time to make stuff for the business and then time I've, to make stuff for YouTube? Yes. Um, I've, I've kind of made, I kind of made time to be fair for it. Right. Um, so I kind of set some aside, yeah, set some time aside for it to be fair. And then obviously editing, I'm doing that when Kate goes to bed. Um, I'm up to like, you know, midnight, one, two, eight, two air in the morning just to get it done. Um, like every other night or something. Mm. Um, just so Katie and I can have our time, you know, have our time mm. together. Um, yeah, you're still newlyweds, man. You still need some time together. Yeah, exactly. You know, we want to enjoy ourselves. Um, so yeah, it does take, it take, does take a lot of time in there. Editing, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I long. <laughs> yeah I, I always thought i would be quicker along uh, the more i learn the quicker i would get but the more i learn the more i want to put into the video and yeah yeah and fiddle around around with it so it just keeps taking more and more time especially <laughs> yeah especially even the voiceovers as well yeah um because yeah sometimes I, like, like as you know i mumble a lot um i never spoke when i was an actor by the way uh, I was always a performer. I did a lot of physical stuff. I never spoke <laughs> for good reasons because I can't. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so voiceovers, they take forever. Mm. Um, getting it right, re-recording it over and over again because you muffed something up. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love watching outtakes, though. Like when people leave outtakes in um, in videos. Yeah. Even in films, like oh, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you never leave until the credits have gone well through. Cause oh, absolutely. The yeah. 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 Never leave the movies, yeah. Yeah. Even wait for the spoiler at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to the whole YouTube um, adventure mm. see, just, and seeing where it goes. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, very, very interesting to see your first video. <laughs> <laughs> trying to work out which one to put up first as a first i mean you know, i'm putting three up but i've got two build videos and then a workshop tour that's what i'm going to put up mm-hmm. um yeah oh my god so we'll see and normally you're shooting with your phone i guess when um, doing the stories stories uh, yeah i shoot it with uh, film i got the um i've got that um wide angle lens on on the one of the iphone uh things um so i i yeah i kind of record it off off of instagram and then put it onto instagram mm-hmm. um which is funny easy that way and you get to see more especially on the wide angle thing mm-hmm. yeah um yeah and then, but with the youtube i'm filming filming on our dslr or a canon 800d or something mm-hmm. um i just hope i filmed it in the right setting because I have no idea what white no balance means. No idea no, no. what frame rate is. I literally just point and press record. Yeah. 
So we'll auto, you're looking, you're looking for the word auto on them menus. Yeah, right? literally. <laughs> 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 yeah, point and shoot, simple as. Yeah. <laughs> Hope for the best afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, when have you started? Sorry, go, go on, go on. Go on. No, I was just curious, like, because because Pierre said he wants to start shooting in log. Have you started shooting in log now? I did for, like, uh, three shots, and then I I regret my decision. I went back to shooting <laughs> without what log. What does that mean? mean? Log? Yeah. It's, it's like shooting... that now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shooting without any color or, or saturation at all, and then you add the color afterwards when editing. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it is. And I, I'm colorblind as well. So that's, oh, that's a big that hindrance. I'm actually deaf in my left ear, if, that, if that's any mm. consolation. Uh, oh. Hearing things could be very difficult for me. Mm. Oh. Have you got any ailments, Andy, that you want to, dis- want to disclose? What, sorry? Pierre's colorblind. Pierre's colorblind. Sam's deaf in one yeah. ear. Anything you've got wrong with you? No, I'm huge. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't have any, I don't have any problems. <laughs> I have a weak, I have a weak left arm. Because as as a child, I put it through a mangle of a washing machine. Oh no! Ooh. Do you know? Yeah, you know what a mangle is? Like two rollers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, was yeah. A, it was an electric one in 1963. I was only three. I put my arm through, and all the blood went up my arm and then burst out my arm. Oh, and then it all got infected. So I've it's never been. That's why I don't wear my watch on my left hand. I wear my watch on my right hand because it's too heavy if I put it on my left hand. No way. Oh wow! You never told us. Is that not limiting in the workshop? Uh, it does. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, yeah. But there you go. Stupid childhood pranks. They don't usually have those mangles anymore, but I remember my, my grandma having in her basement of the apartment building, they had a huge one and she yeah. put her, all of their sheets through yeah, it. Yeah, put the sheets through wow. it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, I was only three. I climbed up on the stool and turned it on and stuck my arm in. <laughs> yeah, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Never do you that, children. Known three years old, surely. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So, um, I was going to ask you about, you know, you, the designs for Fox and Monkey. How did you choose which pieces you were going to make for Fox and Monkey then? Um, that's a really good question, actually. Um, it, well, it started off with um, our coffee table. Yeah. Uh, that was our first kind of design together. We wanted to do a round one. And then I, I wanted to, to play with the idea of doing inverted legs. Um oh because I hadn't really seen it done that much before. Um, and obviously making it stable enough so it doesn't actually wobble everywhere. Um, and so, yeah, it kind of stemmed from that. And then obviously moving on to our Arwen was our next thing we did, which is our um, TV cabinet unit thing mm-hmm. um, with the whole Chevron fronts. And I don't know, it was like, it kind of one thing just kind of snowballed after the other. Yeah, we had an idea. We uh, Katie came up with the idea of having three collections um, with different style elements within it. Yeah. So we have yeah. our um, Ren 
um god what are they called now Ren, <laughs> Ren, Forest, and Twilight. That's what it is. <laughs> um, I don't go on the website very often. <laughs> um, yeah, Ren, Forest, and Twilight, and uh, each one has its own. Like, yeah, Ren's very much like contemporary, clean lines. Um, Twilight is more of our like darker, walnut, um, um, and black. One of our pieces is black, similar to the Knox one, Knox um, yes. side table I've recently built. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then forest is our rustic ish pieces. Yeah. So it's, it kind of makes it easier for people to go. I'm, I'm looking for something more rustic on that long that side. They'll go down that route mm. or whatever, you know, kind of thing. Mm. Um, and each piece kind of, yeah, just kind of grew out of ideas and trial and error. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, we made a lot of boo-boos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah, it just it just kind of grew and snowballed really, and we wanted to make a certain amount of pieces for each each collection uh, yeah. when we launched and stuff. Um, we didn't want to we want to have like a certain amount of furniture pieces and homeware pieces, yeah. um, rather than having something you launch you launch a business and you only have something that's like quite bare and you go well there's nothing really much to not many yeah. options for people to to buy yes. or you know kind of mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah. So that's kind of came that really. And do you how, do you design them on paper or on a computer or what? Oh, on paper all the way, all yeah. the way. Yeah, I mean, I've I've played around with Sketch Up, Sketch Up. It's called Sketch Up. I say that <laughs> because Katie calls it Sketch Pad, so I get confused sometimes. <laughs> um, no, Sketch Up, and I've actually recently Shaper Three D um, reached out to me, um, and so I'm now playing with Shaper Three D on the iPad. Mm-hmm. It's actually really good. It's I'm quite right. impressed. Mm-hmm. It's um, I've still got a lot to learn with it, but um, I do prefer paper and pen though. Yeah, just to get an idea. Um, I I used to draw a lot when I was when I was younger, so it's it's just much more intuitive for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I tend to as well like I tend to draw all my pieces in like size form on my workbench. I'll actually draw on yes. my workbench. Um, yeah. or like a scrap bit of plywood or something i find that yeah. really really handy just to visually kind of see it um because even the piece i've just started a new piece today we're doing a, an, another oak tv unit um and i had to like kind of draw out to really trying to work out the dimensions properly and get everything the ratios all correct and all stuff. yeah so i have to physically draw it out um but i guess until until i've learned shape of 3d or sketch or whatever any other any other software system, paper oh. all the way. <laughs> are you are you designing all the furniture or are you doing that together? Or? Um, it depends on the piece, actually. So the curved sideboard piece, I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah. Um, that was all our clients. Mm. They, ca- they came to us with, well, they came to us with actually a, a lot of designs and their drawings were incredible. Um, uh, I think... Yeah, it was uh, two people, and I think one of them was a, a designer anyway. When they came to us with that that curved sideboard, I was like, that's amazing. So we didn't have anything, no design on uh, input onto that whatsoever. Um, but then we got a lot of people coming to us um, with an idea, and they have lots of, like, we asked them for um, reference photos, and we kind of, like, jumbled them together with the elements of different furniture pieces, and we kind of mashed them together. Um but then, yeah, Katie and I, when it's our own pieces, Katie and I tend to 
come together and kind of work on um, ideas together. And she'll have, she'll have, would have seen something on Instagram or Pinterest or something. Um, and she'll try and describe it to me. Then I'll go, okay, well, that won't work because of this or, you know, because of that joint or oh, that joint might look really cool there or, you know, mm. yeah. So it's a really good collaborative pro- mm. process. Mm. It's a really fun one as well. Cool. Nice. Oh. And who comes up with all the names of these pieces? Oh, definitely both of us. Definitely <laughs> both of us. Yeah. I think it's quite quite fun to have names for, for them all. It's Again, it makes it easier. I've actually, it was one of the topics I mentioned, uh, I talk about on one of the YouTube videos I've done. Um, yeah. Because I think <laughs> you do, we do, even though we're obviously we've got our pieces on our website, but we still get people messaging us about the pieces on our website saying, asking questions about them or whatever. Yeah. And so it's just a lot easier when they're given names rather than going, you know, that like, uh, yeah. that round <laughs> table that you do, you know, it's like walnut, but like, Oh, cause it was quite dark color, but you know, <laughs> it just makes it so much easier. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, the names are definitely all of us. Um, both of us, sorry. Uh, yeah. And it's just fun again because of I mean I'm quite imaginative. So is Katie. Like I said, she's writing a book and like a fantasy novel thing, and we're very creative in that sense. And because yeah, she's I don't know if you know she's also from musical theatre background. Yeah. Um. So you know she's extremely creative. Um. So yeah, we both come up with the names. Yeah. Plus, I think it adds a bit of story to the piece, doesn't it? Or a bit it, of mystery, or a bit of intrigue, or yeah, a bit of character. It yeah, yeah, it gives it gives it an identity, a personality. I, I feel, yes. yeah. rather than just being another coffee table or another sideboard, yeah. or you know, just ah, uh, that there's a reason why it's called that, or it has a story behind it. Yeah, yes, yeah, um, which I think, and that sort of intrigues the person to to buy it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You do it with that. women's names, Steve. Uh, well, I did it. I did it with women's names. I've done it with French names. Yeah, oh. I'm still yeah. waiting for the Pierre piece. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got enough wood, Pierre. <laughs> it's going to be a big build. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Pierre Randy piece. They go, they go together. They'll be, they'll be, you know, a complimentary set. <laughs> <laughs> Salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, got, you guys are building a, a chair together, aren't you, or something? Oh. Um, so surely. <laughs> we well, were. You can tell about the chair, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was, uh, don't, that don't was a long time ago. This last year, oh, no, no, something happened something last year, but I don't, I don't recall what what actually happened. <laughs> it was the early ambition of the podcast. We were like, we can make anything. We can make a chair together, <laughs> and we slowly realized that maybe we shouldn't start with a chair. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's one yeah, of the maybe. things I'd love to build myself. Actually, I'd love to build a chair. Mm-hmm. They're quite yeah. hard to build, aren't they? They can be quite difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pierre's I think the one, distance, yeah. yeah, the distance for us was a problem. It's or a problem. It's it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not as easy as if you could just come together in the workshop and like no, start planning and, and and like and designing stuff. It, I think that was a bit of a hassle as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the, the gonna, logistics of it. Yeah, because I was going to say, is there something that you want to build that you've not built before? Definitely a chair. Chair. Um, yeah, definitely a chair. Um, and funny enough, I'm actually building something uh, in April that I've never done before. Um, 
it's a table, but it's it's an extending table, and I've always wanted to build one. Um, So it's it's one of those ones where you know you pull one side of the table out, and the other one kind of shifts over as well on the other the opposite end, and then it has a butterfly leaf that comes out in the middle. Yeah, in the middle, Um, and it's a yeah, it's going to be a big ten eight seater. Starts out as an eight seater, I think, and then goes to ten, potentially twelve. So it's a big piece. I'm probably going to have to build build it in the workshop and then set it up in the living room. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was I was thinking about build, uh, filming it again for YouTube, but I'm just not going to do that because one, it's it's like it's a um, I'll be learning on the job, kind yeah. of. I've built tables before, like loads of tables before, but it's something very much more technical. And also, putting it together in your own living room is not like the best aesthetic place to you know film stuff so yeah is that for a client or for yourself no it's for a client yeah yeah yeah, it's for a client um yeah looking forward to doing that one how far along are you planned have you planned for uh what do you mean with work wise you said this was in april do you also know what to do in may and um we've got we've got a few actually we've got a, a little bit of gap in may um but yeah we 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 tend to get booked up um a good few months in advance um which has been i i i still can't wrap my head around it ever since we launched in july we've been extremely lucky with with what we've had especially with with custom orders and people reaching out to to get us to build stuff it's been it's been insane um really humbling actually yeah um yeah because i know you know it, it doesn't usually happen that way at all <laughs> especially for a new business and especially the client uh, the uh the current climate that we're, we're yeah. all in at the minute um so we've been very lucky in that regard but yeah the minute it's we're like a few months in advance yeah I've, mm-hmm. we're busy up until we're actually going away on holiday in the beginning of may actually so um we're going to Jamaica for a week. Um, nice, nice. So yeah, so we're some parts of May we're 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 away anyway. And then, um, yeah. I can get you a cheap deal in Sweden if you want. A cheap deal to Sweden? Yeah, I know. I know a couple of people in Sweden who could put you up. Uh, I don't. I don't I, I'm right. Thanks. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaica sounds far more exciting than Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Actually, no. You, you laugh, and actually, it, me and Katie are massive, massive uh, travel nerds. We really want to go traveling more, and we would have done it. We were planning on doing it uh, when we moved to this house, but then obviously, COVID struck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Because we were, we'd planned to go, load, yeah, traveling for a good six months, but couldn't. And Sweden was on the list, so um, oh. it's definitely one of the places we were, we want to still go to. Um, yeah, you're always welcome. No thanks. I'll be calling you up. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> what is that, mate? <laughs> Two city centre break you can have in Sweden. Oh, that'd be wicked. <laughs> no, free, we love traveling. <laughs> love it. Uh, I was wondering how much time you set aside uh, for a project. I know that depends on the size, but like for a table, how much time would you set aside to do that? Um, for this particular table, I've actually set a month aside. Oh. Um, I know that sounds quite a lot. 
the only the, the thing is, it's, it's actually trying to work around the size of the workshop as well. I think obviously, if you're in a bigger workshop, you can get things done a lot quicker. Um, I feel anyway. But mm-hmm. I think when you're in it, obviously, um, especially with a table that's going to be like eight seater plus. Um, so I, I kind of put a, a month aside for it. Um, and then, but smaller things like the Amelia coffee table were built, you know, last week. That actually only took me about three days to build, mm-hmm. even though I was kind of doing it over the span of like two weeks because we'll be doing other bits and bobs as well. Um, other like smaller orders and... Because there is, there are some stuff that I don't show on Instagram that we're building as well. Like, because um, otherwise, I think even I would get confused about what I've shown and what I've not. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I tried to keep it to like kind of like one main build mm. as we're going type thing um, as much as possible. Um, so yeah, it does depend on the technical technical side of how um, how technical a piece is. Uh, the current TV unit that I've started today. Three weeks, I think I've put aside for that. All right. Um, there, well, I better because they pick it up. Let me look at my diary. They're picking <laughs> it up on the twenty. What are we in? Well, Mar- I can't be for in March. It's tomorrow. March, March tomorrow. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Uh, yeah. They're picking it up on the twenty fourth of March, so it's got to be done by then. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it does depend on the piece, and it, that is taken. It's taken a while to kind of get used to. Uh, the flow and trying yeah. to get used to knowing how quick you can be on one thing and how, you know, um, it takes a while, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially being in the new shop, it took me a while to kind of get used to the flow of the new workshop. Cause this is my fourth workshop I've had. <laughs> um, yeah. So once you kind of get used to kind of how, how you work in general anyway, yeah. um, it's easier to kind of go, oh, I think it will take about that long. And then you charge for it and, and hopefully they accept it. <laughs> yeah. And so you've got a little single car garage workshop, haven't you? Yeah, it's only um, what was it? Nine, just over nineteen foot long by nine foot five inches, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I always find it difficult whether to do metric or imperial because yeah. <laughs> I think you find Steve here in the UK, we do both. Yeah, we just switch from one to the other seamlessly. We switch, so yeah. it's like. If you Even want to talk like- to me, then it's <laughs> 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 the metric. Because I have no idea how big your garage is now. If it's like <laughs> 50 ah. square meters or 200 square meters. I think it's about 5.8 meters long. Uh, and I think it's about 2. Point, I think it's about 2.8 meters wide, I think, actually. Wide, yeah. Mm-hmm. About three, yeah, that's about yeah. the usual width for a garage, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was a little bit bigger, but I studied it and insulated it. Mm. Um because obviously we've got neighbours, so I don't want to yeah, keep them away. <laughs> keep them happy. <laughs> Even though, again, we've been lucky with neighbours. They We've had orders of them. Um, yeah. yeah, but I, I, I always cringe when I've got the thicknesser on because we all know that's a very loud yeah, machine. Yeah, loud too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. Um, and I remember we uh, our neighbour who's ordered numerous amounts of stuff off us before they've got kids and i think the kids were playing out in the garden when i was using the thicknesser and she messaged me and she said the boys have just run in going asking what that big fart noise is (laughs) 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 Um, and she was laughing about it so yeah i've had neighbors who have just been great they've they've not moaned at all 
And yeah. if anything, they've just been super supportive. Um, yeah. yeah. But I did try to insulate it as much as possible and get mm. the noise down. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's, is it warm in there? You know what? It's actually not bad. It's actually last, tell you what, last winter, January time was terrible. It was mm. bitterly cold in there. Um, but since putting the radiator in there uh, yeah. last October, that's made a big difference. But then yeah. again, luckily, luckily this year, we haven't had a very um, cold no, winter. Too, no, we haven't had like, like, sometimes we get like, these guys will laugh at this, but we, we get like minus 10 or whatever or something like that. But you know, yeah, it does. And then being up here in the frozen north, it gets even colder. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're even colder up there. We've been yeah. so mild. So but that's been mild, mild yeah. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had anything really bad. No. Um, yeah. I get my, my sister lives in Michigan, in like upper Michigan, yeah. uh, in the States. And uh, we have a little, you know, WhatsApp group and we go, yeah, it's been a little bit nippy. And she'll send <laughs> us, she'll send us a, um, a picture of, she lives on a lake pretty much. And it's frozen over six foot deep, like snow, yeah. like all this lot <laughs> freezing. Um, okay, okay, yeah, that, that's nothing then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what are you complaining about? Yeah, exactly. Get over it. <laughs> but no, it's, 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 it's actually quite toasty in there. Not toasty, but it's, 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 I've never worn a jacket actually this, this winter in there. So that's saying. Yeah, because I, yeah, because I see you in there with like, you know, a t-shirt or whatever. And then I've got like yeah. uh, a vest, a thermal top, two thermal tops, <laughs> a fleece, a hat, and I'm still yeah. cold. <laughs> yeah, it's been all right. I think quite lucky. And that's, yeah. I, I wanna, um, a lot of heat goes out of the garage door, the up and over the garage yes. door, which I do want to yeah. change at some point. Mm. Um, but no, it's all right. The insulation has worked. Good. Because that's what, one thing I didn't do was insulate mine. So. Oh, you can still I, do I, that, I, right? Yeah. yeah, I can still do it, yeah. 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 Mm. How big is yours, uh, workshop, Steve? Mine, um, it's quite it's long, a, it's, isn't it? Yours is quite it's long. quite long. Yeah, it is quite long because um, I have a I have to have the laundry at the end of my workshop, the the washing machine and the tumble dryer yeah. and the fridge is at the a fridge freezer at the end of mine. So it is about um, how long did you say yours was? Five meters. It's about seven or eight meters yeah. long. Mine. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. So it's pretty decent. And it's a, it's about I got a new garage door and I couldn't have a standard garage door to get one wider. Ah, right. Okay. So it's, uh, so than it's about, I think it's about three and a bit meters wide. So, yeah. Decent yeah. size for UK. Because I yeah, still think garages in the UK, is, they're, they're very rare to get. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, in this village, I think there's only about uh, four garages. Yeah. Well, that's four it, houses yeah. with garages. Yeah, now I've got surprised. a garage. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, in the States, they're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and they always have triple or two and triple a half car. Wide. How do you get two and a half oh, car garage? Well, what's a half a car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. makes no sense. <laughs> you see these YouTubes, oh, you to two and a half car. What the What's half a car? Or the motorbikes. Of... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, true. And I was fun as well. A lot of them go, yeah, it's my small, small, uh, small workshop, garage workshop. Yeah. I'm like, that's not small. No. <laughs> you have no idea what small is. And mine's, I think mine's a decent size. Like, it's yes. small, but it's, I've seen smaller. I've had smaller. My first, like yeah. said, my, my first workshop was tiny. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I've had like half a garage before. And that was all I had. Yeah. Yeah. And you make you make it work, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. You I think that's, that's you find ways of working down the space because we'd all like bigger workshops, but we could of only course. work with what we've got, can't we? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I got a comment comment from an American on my last video. We're renovating a really small room. I admit it's really small, but this this guy said 
I can't I can't see this being a bedroom for anyone. It's like a small closet in the US. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, that does not surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah, I guess because a lot of their houses, they always they always have like inbuilt wardrobes as well, don't they? Like they always have yeah. like a, an actual like room. Yeah, like a on dressing room. The or next yeah. side of their bedroom, whereas it's yeah. Like Steve, Steve is sitting in a wardrobe, right? I'm sitting in a wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? One uh, of the spare bedrooms, Steve? It's a spare bedroom, yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's the smallest room in it. Yeah, it was a like a you could get a single bed in here, and that's about it. So but the wife's put her clothes in here, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but similar to the room. So this um, we're in the study at the minute. I'm in the study at the minute. Um but this was um marketed as the fourth bedroom. Yes. The house. And I was like, yeah. you can't get anything in here. No, you make it a cot. <laughs> yeah, it's literally it. <laughs> so yeah. And in your workshop then, so you've got you've got a nice saw and you've got a nice yeah, a cabinet, planer. nice cabinet saw. Yeah. Um I've got my thicknesser. Um I like to have the separate machines. I always get again, I get that question a lot. Um, why didn't I go for a thickness planer? Mm. Um I prefer having the separate machines. I don't know if you you guys got a, you know, people call them different things, a jointer or a surface planer, don't they? Um, yeah. What have you guys got? I've got, me and Steve have the same thicknesser planer. Yeah. yeah. Ax- Axminster uh, one, which, which so you, you, like, you, um, you swap it. You flip the yeah. top up, yeah. You swap it around, yeah. 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 How do you find it? I love it. You love it? Yeah, so I've always preferred having the two separate machines. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I, I, think maybe I, I, should I would struggle with I would struggle with room. I think if I had two separate machines. See, I find I I don't know whether it's well I don't know whether it's just me, but I I find actually just having the two separate machines gives me more space. Right. Okay. Um, especially because obviously the thickness planer they are quite deep. Yes. Um, so they obviously come away from the wall a lot more. And I think I'm just thinking, yeah. you know, if, if it was mine, I'd, I'd have less less manoeuvre ability yeah. around. Um, but uh, yeah, or maybe that's just me being lazy because I can't be asked to swip, swap them round from one thing to another. Because <laughs> <laughs> at first I thought that would be a, a you know a disadvantage having to switch it round, but it, once you get used to it, it doesn't take that long to appear yeah, to switch from one to the other. No, it's quite quick. The only hassle is I have to move the dust collector from one. One side to the other side. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it does pour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it moves yeah, yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But yeah, no, I've got um, yeah, I've got my table saw in there. I've got my surface planer, um, my bandsaw, um, big dust extractor, and no more miter saw. Got rid of it. Yeah. How how come? Why why did you get rid of that? I felt as I just wasn't using it that often. Um, I was literally just using it to maybe just not even. Um, rough down lumber because I, I tend to just use my circular saw for that mm. purely because the dust extraction on my circular saw was better than my mite saw yeah um, even though it was a decent it was that it was the Bosch what's it called Bosch GCM GDL axial glide thing you know the one that doesn't have like much of doesn't have the bars oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so it's really good for sa- uh, space saving um, the dust collection on it was terrible um, yeah. great mite saw the accuracy and all that lot. Um, but the dust collection was terrible. And I just felt I just wasn't using it that much. And mm. I think, you know, being in a small shop, 
space is key and I knew I could use that particular sp- um, side of the workshop for other things. So I tend mm-hmm. to put a lot of my, I've, since um, getting rid of it, I've been putting a lot of my wood on there and um, when I've been rough cutting stuff up um, or finished pieces or, you know, it's freed up a lot of space. Mm-hmm. I think if I, um, if I had a bigger shop, uh, yeah, I'd probably get a mite saw again. Um, but right now, because I think Chris Salamone and Sean Boyd, they don't use one either. They don't have one. No. Yeah. no. And I think there's someone else and I can never remember who. Um, and I think that, yeah, they, they got so used to just not using it. And then I'd do all my cross cuts on, on my table saw sled. Mm-hmm. Like all the, you know, kind of thing. So, but you said you're lazy because that's what I, I use my miter saw a lot because I'm just too lazy to get the sled onto the, onto the table saw to do that. Oh no, see, no, I, the cross cut sled. I use that thing all the time. I love that thing. Mm. Yeah. It's really handy. Yeah. One of the, one of the things I would definitely recommend anyone getting, if they have a table saw, make a cross cut sled for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I keep thinking yeah. about making one. I've never, never made one yet, but I must make one. <laughs> you must, Steve. Honestly, it's it's so handy. It's yeah. really, really handy. It'll make the miter saw obsolete. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I have a miter saw, but it's in the shed out the back. I never use it. There you are, then. Yeah. What do you use then for doing cross cuts usually? I just uh, I've got like a sliding table on the saw. Yeah. So I can use that, oh, or I just yeah, use, yeah, or I just use, I just use a circular saw or a jigsaw, or whatever you know. Yeah. 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 I've got a miter saw, but it's usually on the floor because I have those foldable legs and we yeah. use it a lot when we're doing renovations because it's easy to have. I can just put it outside the garage yeah. and chop up a lot of the, the timber. But for doing fine woodworking, I, I'm the same. I never use it for that. Yeah, you know, yeah. especially yeah, for fine woodworking, not at all. Oh. Yeah. And your dust collector is very cool, isn't it? You made that yourself, the little collection thing. Oh, the little bin. collection thing that looks like a canister from Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was unintentional. And then I, I finished it and I think someone mentioned it on Instagram. I was like, oh, that's actually quite cool. Maybe I should paint it yellow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I again, it was a space-saving thing. Um, Axminster do do like a... Uh, a, a bag like a, a container yes. red thing like a cage type thing um i just didn't have the space mm. to to put all that so and i i housed it above the motor so that little section that's free from where the dust the actual dust extractor is um i just put it above there so i thought i'm gonna make my own little bin as it were yeah and it just yeah it's proper properly sealed got some like foam things and some toggle clamp things Works works a treat, yeah. and I can see it getting full. Yeah, um, yeah, works a treat. Yeah, it's like one of those coloured sand things that you have as kids. Yes, it is, isn't it? Tubes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. Because yeah. although, to be fair, I've been using obviously I was using walnut recently, and it looks empty because it's so dark yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that I was like, oh, so I've been using it, and then I actually go up close and I realise, yeah, it's actually useful. Um, yeah no it's really handy really handy i think um yeah you make you make use of what the space you've got and i think every inch in a small shop yeah makes all the difference Mm. yeah i have a question that i was i I wanted to ask for like an hour now (laughs) 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 i'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners are wondering as well what's up with the name yes 
Monkey Boys. As in Monkey Boy. Okay, so I've I've my nickname is Monkey Boy. I've had that nickname for I don't know twenty plus years. Um, actually longer because I'm thirty five this year. So, um, yeah, ages. I I'm a climber. I used to climb a lot when I was a kid. Um, and I also. <laughs> I also can mimic um, an ape, a monkey impersonation <laughs> very well, I must admit. <laughs> um, and then funnily enough, I actually also got into a show, um, you know the show Wicked? Yeah. Um, with like the Green Witch and Elphaba and Wizard of Oz and that kind of thing. I was in that in the West End for like two years. Um, and I, there's there's a character in it called Chistery. Um, and he's the monkey he's the main monkey in it um and so for the whole entire act two i literally played a monkey and i was monkey running across the stage climbing everywhere um it was great i was like this is brilliant first act i was dancing i was dancing around except for like climbing down some rope as a monkey at the beginning of the show and then the rest of the you know and the dancing around in act two i was just monkeying around it was great. <laughs> I loved it. I'm very, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm, I was a physical, what's called a physical actor. Um, yeah. So can, <laughs> can, we, hear, can we hear it? <laughs> uh, can we hear the, the ape? <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Um, it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to do it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I used to do it. Yeah, I, used, I used to love doing it, but um yeah, it was good fun. Um, yeah, I, I love, I do love being a monkey. <laughs> yeah, I no, I used, to, I used to, I used to do like crazy like stunt stuff um, when I was at school. Um, I used to jump down the entire like flight of stairs and um, yeah. climb. That we had, we didn't, we didn't have a playground in my school. We had a yard that was about the size of my workshop. Um, for 150 kids <laughs> and i used to try and like climb around the side of the yard without touching the concrete floor okay um just as a challenge to myself i used to do it all the time so early um, parkour early yeah before parkour came out um this is well before parkour actually yeah um yeah so and i, I yeah i just got called monkey boy from very 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 young age um yeah cool no so it was easy kind of coming up with a name <laughs> you know yeah and it's very unique i think as well do you reckon so I, I was quite surprised when i went to go type it in on instagram and you know get my account that no one else had it mm. i was quite surprised because monkey boy the nickname monkey boy I yeah it's quite popular it's quite yeah you know it's not it's not uncommon at all i think mm. it's quite common did you have any trouble with potato woodworks, Andy, when you were looking for that? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can get everything with potato woodworks. Like, everything is free. How did that come about? Exactly for that reason. <laughs> no, you I like was, potatoes? <laughs> I mean, uh, not not particularly. So it's, it was just more like of something that is that is unique and, and, and maybe sticks or is easy to remember because it's it's so special. That's that's why I, I came up with that. With like there was no no real reason for it. 
It Apple was be. already taken. He <laughs> 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 didn't have a bucket of vegetables and just close your eyes and pick one out. Yeah. <laughs> cabbage work, cabbage woodwork. Yeah. Vegetable roulette. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was uh, no no special reason for it. I just thought it sounded interesting. <laughs> so at the beginning of the year, we were talking about uh, the things we'd like to do this year. And one thing Andy wanted to do was to bend some wood with some steam. Oh, yeah. And now you've been bending wood with steam, haven't you? Oh, man, tell me about it. <laughs> Have you, have you Anything any, I should have, be aware of. Any advice for Andy on bending wood? Um, take your time. Um, honestly, yeah, take your time. It's. Uh, have you got the steamer? Have you made one yet? No, I haven't. Do you know how you're gonna? Have you like a, a thought of like how you're gonna go making the steamer? I, I mean, I have. I have like a wallpaper remover. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. That's what. So I, I have one yeah. of those machines, and then Steve gave. I think it was Steve gave me the tip yeah. of using a. Uh, sewage pipe or like a yeah. like a drainage pipe. And, yeah, that's yeah, literally the like same, that, so. exactly what I did. Um, and it works really well. It did melt a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, after a while, I had to kind of brace it um, a little bit because it started to melt and twist. Um, but, um, and I thought next time I'd actually would like to build like a full on box. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, take your time. It's actually really fun, you know. Um, and, I found out also, I did a lot of research before doing that particular build. Um, kiln dried wood isn't very good for steam bending. Mm. Um, but if you soak the wood before steaming it, it's fine. Which is yeah. exactly what I did because I used kiln dried um, white oak. Mm. Um, how, long would you, how long would you soak it for? Some people said to soak it for at least two hours or even an hour at least. Mm. Um, but I sometimes soaked it overnight. Um, and I didn't notice that much of a difference. Maybe it was just me, me, um, overdoing it maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, it seemed to work. And I had like the, the strips were, took me a while to kind of get the, 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 the thickness of strip, right. Cause of the radius of the curve that I was doing was fairly decent. So, um, I, I think it was four mil. I found mm. was like the sweet spot of mm. getting that bang on. Um, but I think if your if your curves aren't as if you're not bending such like elaborate curves, then I think you'll, you'll get away with it being a lot thick, a lot thicker. Cool. Um, I, I I really need to start uh, thinking about doing that now. What are you What are you planning on doing? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I brought it up. The, the idea came up with like doing a doing a sled, like a like a typical like Swiss uh, sled for for sled. winter. Oh, so uh, then you get that kind of front edge. Um, yeah, like for yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, winter is over soon, right? So I need to I need to come up with some other ideas. We can plan for next winter, surely. Yeah, yeah. but who wants yeah. to watch a YouTube video or whatever content with building a sled and then you cannot even go and try it out, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's good fun though, honestly. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was a long process doing it, mm. but um, no, it was really fun though. I'm not very patient. I think I'm a bit worried that I'm uh, <laughs> that will not work out. Nah, you'll be fine. As long as I think, as long as you get excess wood, um, cause some of them, some of them do randomly just split on you for no reason. Uh, obviously there is a reason, but it, I couldn't figure it out. Mm. Um, 
And so, yeah, so you just have to sometimes have to go through particular pieces. As long as you can get the, the, the grain as straight as possible, then you're golden. Cool. Yeah, yeah I need to start building the, the whole steamer and then, uh, then I will think about it. That was actually a, the fun part. A project. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I literally went into a DIY store and um, a local one and just grabbed loads of different things that'll work that fits in there that'll you know get this little bit component and <laughs> made it up on the spot i knew what i knew what i needed in my head yeah um and then yeah do we need some towels. do we need some kind of a hole like a vent hole or is it fully closed when you fill it up no so you need a hole because otherwise it becomes it becomes a combustion chamber mm. otherwise mm. um and it will explode mm. so <laughs> you need a hole at the bottom to let the um any like excess steam kind of like come mm. out and and water because obviously water, it, it does yeah. get a buildup of uh, water. Yeah. And I slightly had the um, steamer on a slight angle towards the back, mm. so where the steam was coming in, I literally had a had a like that hole. Yeah. Um, coming down. Yeah. Good. I might need to message you when I'm building it. <laughs> Do it. I'm well, I'm I'm there, mate. I'm right there for you. Cool. I wish I had someone to message. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm and terrible at stuff like that. Asking yeah. for help. Yeah, I know it's weird, isn't it? I, I, yeah. I, I like to put myself in the deep end a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and work it out. And then after really stressing, which I was stressing a lot on that particular build, um, <laughs> I'll ask someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Emma, cool. correct me if I'm wrong, but do you have a CNC machine? I do yes. have a CNC machine. I got, um, I yeah, a company reached out to me last oh, August, um, I want to say, and they said, yeah, that we'd love, they'd love to send us a CNC, and I've always wanted one. Um, and so they sent it out, and I, over that time, I've just been trying to put it together um, alongside doing, obviously, having the wedding, because they sent it out not long before that. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, all of the builds. But we just, we became very busy recently, um, mainly because, <laughs> and I can tell people now, Casey's pregnant. Ooh. Uh, hey. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Um, but So we've just been very busy. Katie's not had a very good fun trimester let's put it that way no, no. um she's had a rough really rough time so um yeah i think there's when this airs i think when you wear it sunday sunday yeah. next sunday yeah, yeah so i think i think by then people other the social media people will know by then i think um and um yeah she, she had a rough time so we've just had not had time to um to finish it i literally mm. had about 10 15 percent left of it finished you know to mm. get it finished um and they messaged me going we'll come pick it up and we'll finish it for you. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> so I was like, okay, great. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting that. And I, I'm thinking I'm going to have to rebuild the workbench to, to house it because mm, yeah. it's, it's a decent size CNC. It's like a meter by a meter. I think if not more than that, I think maybe. Um, so yeah, I do have one. Then it's the challenge of trying to work out how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, that scares that scares me a little bit 
You love tech, right? I'm, I'm, I'm all over tech. <laughs> I'm so big on tech. <laughs> um, luckily, Katie's really good at that kind of at tech stuff. So um, she's going to be using the CNC probably more than I will, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can use Shaper 3D, can you not? And like transfer it into software for use. Am I talking out my ass? <laughs> maybe PM? you can I yeah know. i think so i'm sure they said to me oh yeah you can use it on your cnc machine i was like oh great maybe that's that was, maybe they just told me that to sell the shape of 3d to me um <laughs> but yeah so i'm looking i'm looking forward to diving into that as well yeah um and seeing what we can make from it which is going to be really interesting mm-hmm. yeah so hopefully that'd be like an extra pair of hands in the workshop if that's busy doing stuff you can oh yeah i think yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think we're the plan is to use it for homeware pieces. Yeah, um, and anything like uh, we made some uh, magnetic knife racks recently, um, and getting the back all um, routed out to yes. house the magnets and then even the the wall um, attachment stuff. Took a little while, um, doing it handheld, you know, with the tr- little trim router. But doing it on a CNC once you've got it all set up. Mm-hmm. Plug it in. Press play. Yeah, bingo. I'm guessing that's how it works. I ain't got Scooby Doo. Is there an auto button, Pierre? Yeah, but if you have a project like that, you can have it all set up, and you—it's basically p- putting down the piece and hit play, and you can just repeat it many as many times as you want. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. Well, I, I, I'm baffled by how the computer knows or the CNC where the router knows where to start. So you have, a I, X, I, you have an X and Y position where you, yeah, yeah. where you tell it this is the starting, the corner of the workpiece or the center of the workpiece. Oh. And this is where you'll start. So it knows where to start. Okay, that makes sense now. Mm. <laughs> oh, so, so much to learn. Yeah. It's take me well, a while. If you're stuck, phone Pierre. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> but I think when they, when they drop off the CNC, I think they're going to go through bits and bobs mm. with us, oh, which okay. is going to be great. Yeah. Um, which is going to be wicked. Because yeah. um, I'm, I'm a physical visual learner, so I, I need someone like to physically show me rather than reading it off a, off a, a manual um, mm. um or an instruction manual, or a destruction manual, as I sometimes call it. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Should we head into our last segment? Okay. Let's go for that then. What have you got? So, uh, the obsessions for this week. Should we start with you, Steve? You seem prepared. As, as, as usual, start with Steve, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, my obsession this week is someone uh, I think we've mentioned before, but I was watching a few of his videos recently, and I really enjoyed them, and that was um, Keith Brown of Rag and Bone Brown. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he um, he was making it, because I mentioned last week I was busy fixing the door because the, door, the back door is rotten. And he was making a door. So I watched his video where he made a a door. Uh, I I think it was for his father's shed, I think, the door. But uh, it was a real good video. And I like his style of video. It's quite easygoing. Um, 
he he talks common sense. He's a fun guy. It's really nice. So I really enjoyed his video, and I've watched. I, he's usually part of my uh, Saturday morning video watching. <laughs> usually there's Peter, Peter Millard and then a, a rag and bone brown yeah because <laughs> yeah, he made so, it out of two by fours at that um, yeah he made it out of yeah some two by fours yeah, yeah. and some um, uh, yeah, water, waterproof outdoor MDF yeah which I'd never heard of before no and yeah. he showed a gate that he made with the I watched the video before when he made the gate months ago for his back garden out of this MDF and it still looks fantastic still looks great yeah wow I did, and it's I not Valcromat right no, no, it's no, just, it's no, not. It's, no, um, I don't think how much it costs a sheet of this waterproof MDF. Oh yeah, God knows. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so he used some of that. So yeah, a uh, big shout out to uh, Matt Brown of uh, Rag and Bone Brown. It was really good. And I mean Keith Brown. Keith Brown, sorry, Keith. Keith yeah, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's that second beer it's got to me. Keith Brown, yeah. um, and I just wanted to say a big thanks to the Working Hands podcast, who um, they started roughly about the same time as we did. I think they're on episode thirty-four, and um, they give me a shout out, another shout out on their show this week. So a big thanks to those guys over in Canada and America. That was really nice of them. So thanks very much. Nice, okay, thanks. So- yeah. So what have you got, Andy? Uh, not really something woodworking related. I think this or the last couple of days haven't been super positive with whatever, all the things that are going on in the world. So I spent a lot of time on, on BBC News, actually, because I know a lot of people who are directly impacted, who are even in the country. And uh, that, uh, yeah, kind of consumed a bit of, of time to... To, to read up on things happening and and uh, yeah reaching out to to those people there that are that are working with us and making sure that they're that they're safe and, and and all is good for them so a bit of a, a sad um, it's not really an obsession right but a bit of a sad uh, yeah. topic mm-hmm. yeah it is so uh, yeah yeah hoping that uh, we'll will uh, yeah get a bit more more bright uh, soon and uh, yeah hopefully we yeah, we get over it. It's maybe the wrong word, right? But uh, having having get through uh, it. Yeah. yeah, get through yeah, it. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What about you, Sam? Maybe you have a bit more positive obsession for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing that does spring to mind actually is uh, I'm sure we all know him, um, Colin Furs. His. Yeah digging under his workshop to his house and then his underground bunker. Um, I'm obsessed. Like I just, I just find the whole notion of it crazy. The fact that he's doing it. And I I always think who's going to buy his house. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And can then come across and go, there's a tunnel under the house and there's, there's an underground bunker. Yeah. I just, it's, it's amazing. I just, I love, I love his videos as well. I love his like, enthusiasm positivity he's just very like energetic and um yeah i just find that find it mad yeah yeah i was a bit surprised because i thought in the in the start of his part seven or whatever it was it said he started this project in december 2018 it's three years ago or something yeah yeah he must have been uh, I understand it's going to take a lot of time digging a tunnel, but <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy long. Yes, really long. So I think he only started putting 
telling people that he was, or putting on YouTube at least, last year, I think, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, like nearly April, May, June time last year. Um, and the fact that he, yeah, he's just having to then catch up with everything. And yeah, the last video he put out, yeah, part seven was like he was digging at Christmas time, the one just gone. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, yeah, it's mad. Because you're coming out of his pantry. Yeah. <laughs> and he's made, he's made like a full-on um, mining cart in there that like drags all the dirt. I just think it's bonkers and brilliant at the same time. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what YouTube can do if you, you know, if you get to this, the to the level of someone like Colin and you can build these insanely awesome things that you would never usually build in a normal day-to-day yeah. scenario. Ever. Yeah. I was listening to your um uh, your podcast with Michael Arm today, yeah. and he was saying how YouTube for him is he's made him, given him the opportunity to build stuff that he would never have usually built. Yeah, um, that freedom to do that, yeah. and and obviously yeah, Michael's doing a lot of patent plywood stuff and experiments to that. And then you got the other extreme where someone's building a tunnel under their house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, massive extreme. But yeah, that's yeah. that's my obsession at the minute. Yeah, yeah. cool. I uh, I haven't been watching that much either. I watched uh, a really small channel called Two Minute Photoshop. I just want to mention it because most of the time when you find like a Photoshop tutorial and you want to do something quickly, they're like eleven minutes long. Mm. And you start yeah. them up and they're going so slow and they're talking about a, a stuff that you don't care about. You just want to see <laughs> the little thing you're looking for. But this guy was doing stuff in two minutes. It was just down to the bare things you needed to know to make that stuff. But he hadn't uploaded a video in six months. So I'm not sure <laughs> if that channel is dead. <laughs> so then I thought, I'm just going to give my obsession this week to one of our. Um, listeners who is doing some really cool stuff and that's uh, craig norton design i we have mentioned craig a couple of times on the podcast but i don't think we gave him a shout out he's done some really cool stuff with laser his laser including recently he did some wooden earrings that look really nice Ooh. yeah so uh, craig norton design is my obsession he'll be happy won't he craig Sunday yeah. morning. I'll hear, I'll hear him scream over here in Sunday morning. He's, <laughs> he's like, I think he's the earliest listener that we have every Sunday. And every like Sunday, since, yeah. since episode one. And uh, I think yeah. he was mentioned almost on every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Sam, for being on the show. Yeah, Again, thanks, thanks very much. for asking. It's, it's been Thank great you. fun talking to you. How thanks can people lot. get, how can people, um, Find out about your work and stuff. How do people get hold of you? I guess Monkey Boys Workshop on Instagram is the best way to find me, really. Um, yeah. Easiest way to find me. Okay. Slip into my DMs if you want to ask something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thanks for being a guest. It's been awesome. Thank yeah, you very much. Definitely. Yeah. Honestly, thank you very yeah. much. So, are we all done? Yeah. We're all done. Okay, well, it's goodbye from me. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Well, that's all for this week. Hope you enjoyed it because we had a fun time making it. Please leave us a review, like us and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at 3northernmakers at gmail.com. You can send in your questions and comments. We'd love to hear from you. So once again, a big thank you. Cheers. Cheers.